Well, hello, everybody. I am Mark Boyle. I'm on my way home. It's uh, Thursday, so that's kind of cool. Um, yesterday, I talked a little bit about uh, water. You know, I won't even say it was yesterday, even though it was. My last podcast was about water. This one's going to be more about cottage industries. And, you know, like I said, I'm tired of talking about everything that's fallen apart in America. I think we all grasp the fact that um, there's a big cabal trying to destroy America. And it seems like the, uh, the doomsday clock is about to hit noon or midnight, whatever. Um, so... I can talk about it until I'm blue in the face, but I'm not a social engineering kind of guy. I don't know every fucking thing. I just, I'm a thinker and I can look around and go, wow, you know, this is looking really, really bad. So, you know, water's one of the important things. And then, the, you know, I'll talk a little bit about food and shelter and, and stuff because, you know, I, I think those are subjects that need to be talked about at length. But right now I was uh, watching some videos yesterday thinking about what would be a good cottage industry because we don't manufacture shit in America. We do manufacture a lot of, you know, dehydrated survival food. A lot of the companies are in Utah. Um, a lot of them are, you know, around the country. And that, that's just great. But you and I don't own a factory. Well, maybe you do, but I don't. And so I was thinking, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, take some of my excess money out of the bank because, you know, I'd really hate to wake up and find out not only do I not have water or electricity to make my fucking coffee, but also um, all my money's gone. You know, they went all digital, you know, Biden bucks or whatever, you know, chits, spelt S-H-I-T-S. So I was thinking, what could, what could I do with some of this extra money as it builds up? Because, you know, we have a business to run until it collapses. Unfortunately, when it collapses, we won't be able to get our money out. But we need to do something with, you know, with what we have as far as savings. And that's why I talk about, you know, like filling up a bucket. And if in your business or your life, that bucket needs to be, you know, up to four gallons, and you know, five would be, you know, way more than you need to have on hand to make it through another month because you don't want to be going paycheck to paycheck. Then let, you know, drill a hole in that bucket <clears throat> at four gallons and let it trickle into another bucket. And that's your savings bucket. So when that bucket fills up, you know, with five gallons, then you can dump it into a project. So you still have your, your liquid cash for business or life or rent or emergencies or car payments or whatever you need. And I was like, well, you can keep buying silver and, and that's great. You know, I don't really have a ton of money to buy silver and gold. It's definitely out of the question. So, uh, you know, for a long time, I was buying brass and lead and gunpowder. Those are important. But I don't need that much because I'm going to fucking die, you know. 
I'm not tactically trained. I could get shot by some dumbass overweight teenager that gets mad at me. So, <laughs> I don't need that much. So I'm thinking to myself, I should buy a Harvest Right freeze dryer. And I should get the bigger one, but maybe not. Maybe I should get the medium one because it's about, fuck, I think it's almost $1,000 less. And that'll do like, you know, maybe 12 pounds of food. And uh, I'm not into farming at all. But, uh, you know, I have family that live around me and friends that are all into the old, you know, farming shit and food. And, and I've watched videos on making your own powdered eggs, I guess. And you can, you can freeze dry, you know, heavy whipping cream. You know, pour it on there and freeze dry it. And, you know, I bought a, a like a two-pound or three-pound bag of heavy whipping cream. It was like 15, 20 bucks. I'm sure it, you know, I, I can't remember how much water you would add to it, but it'd be maybe like a gallon. And I can get a gallon of whipping, heavy whipping cream for four, five, six dollars and, and sell it for 20. That's, that's markup. That's a cottage industry. And I thought, well, I got a lot of meat. Sometimes, you know, you can get a good deal on chicken or, or, or pork or, or, you know, bad cuts of steak. And then you could cube them up and freeze dry them and then throw in some pasta and some of my neighbor's corn and, and, and make it soup mix. And then, you know, if people were smart, they would also buy, you know, tallow for beef and, and, uh, lard from uh from pork and then you could just you know that shit stores forever if you keep it canned and don't open it keep it in a cool place and then you could throw one of these meals in there that makes a, a meat soup and then dump a tablespoon or two of uh tallow in there and, and you got the fat and the meat and all the shit and i'm thinking well i i could probably come up with some recipes and uh and freeze-dry meals, you know, for hiking and stuff. I don't hike that much anymore, but every year, you know, people I know have all this excess food. You know, my brother has, you know, a lot of frozen uh, pomegranate juice. That shit's expensive, you know. So he's got a generator. I guess he could run his freezer and start selling that. But it costs a, a lot to run a, a generator. But I guess he could run a nicer, you know, new, a, a newer freezer. That's uh, what do they call it? You know, it's a it's a higher rating, so it's more efficient, and therefore you can run it off of solar. So you get some solar panels, you put your freezer in there, and you keep your your pomegranate, you know, juice in there, and uh, sell it as a powder. You know, freeze dried coffee. Uh, hello, it's fucking freeze dryer. I got one of those if I bought it. So there, I, I'm thinking to myself that I need to think of something to where, sure, you, I, I could, you know, I could write the Weiss Food Company when the world ends and send it, you know, Pony Express, and hopefully they could send me a case of food, or I could go see you, Mark, over there, and he makes these packets, you know, and and even have single serving, double serving. 
family size, you know, and then you, you could barter that. It's not out to make money any more than I want to make money off of my silver that I do have or my ammo, you know, it's more for barter. You know, I got to get my still up and running and and learn how to do that. Not that I'm an alcoholic because I don't even drink anymore, but, you know, whiskey is a good barter item. Um, you distill it really good. And then you have more like an alcohol for medical. Um, you get it, you know, you've really figured out to where you can distill it to 100 and some proof. And, you know, you can, you can run your... Uh, Small engines, generators, lawnmowers, chippers, splitters, whatever little cottage industry you're doing off of the alcohol. So it's like, Mark, I need another 10 gallons of that alcohol, you know, for my my little wood-powered, you know, or gas-powered sawmill. Um, and, and it's like, I, I know you got plenty of wood now, <clears throat> but uh, I'm, I'm taking a, you know, a bunch of this uh, stuff to, you know, to market and, you know, I'll barter for you. You know, you all know how that works. So I get some more meat and some more veggies and pasta from my neighbors and they get, you know, alcohol to run their, their small engines. And, and it just becomes a kind of like a free market on a smaller scale, which is the way to do it. And if you're in a close-knit community, you could even, you know, I tell my brother and the mayor in the city, I was like, if it really gets that bad, we could still take our paper currency, say it's a $20 bill, and, you know, take some permanent ink and stamp a cool-ass stamp on it that says, you know, the city of, you know, wherever you live. And then that becomes like barter chits. Everybody's got them. And to and and then you could um, turn them in to the to the city bank or whatever. They'd stamp it, and then uh, you'd have you know some barter bucks basically. And and there'd be a fee for that, you know, at first. But once they're all stamped, then you know you could come to me with that twenty dollar bill. And I could sit there and go, well, this is worth, you know, you could almost treat it like real money. I mean, I'm not an economic expert, but you go, well, $20, you know, these dehydrated meals were, you know, $10 a piece before the world went fucking to shit. So I'll give you two of those for that. I take that 20 and you could almost create an economy. You'd have to lock out your community and, and your neighbors or maybe your neighbors go, well, you know, um, small town here and small town there and you know they're all within a certain county and you could say these are county dollars we every town takes them and and here's what we do with them and, and they're stamped and, and and you know the sheriff makes sure nobody's fucking making fraud you know so that's just a side thought but i was thinking to you know to myself that a, like a a freeze dryer would be a great idea. It doesn't take a lot of watts and that thing would run the 20 hours that it needs to, to, you know, freeze dry it on probably, you know, a solar array. So it's free. And then, uh, 
I could be making meals, you know, MREs. Meals really enterprising <laughs> or excellente. So that's kind of what I, I was thinking on because, like I said on my water podcast, you know, I, I'm really kind of tired of, you know, hammering on politics. And I explained why I'm walking away a little bit from that because I'm really frustrated. And you look at the politicians and they're talking out of both sides of their ass talking about this shit. And, you know, the city where I live are talking about raising property tax on a city level because, you know, they're, they're, they're running out of money. It's like, well, yeah, because you're stupid fuckers. And you've, none of you have been in business except maybe two of them that I know of. And, and so uh, they run in deficit and then they just raise taxes. See, that would be great if I could do that with my business. I could just spend money like I got it, buy three, you know, freeze dryers and spend $20,000 on solar panels to run them and, and get all my ingredients and go into the dehydrated food thing. And then when, you know, it's time to pay my rent, I would just raise taxes. You know, now I can do that technically with the cost of my meals but eventually, people are going to go, I'm not going to pay that much, Mark. What the fuck's wrong with you? It's like, well, I got all these bills to pay because I'm stupid. So I'm, I'm discouraged about that. And normally, the way I look at it is, no matter what's going on in America as far as gun control and red flag laws and Matthew McConaughey being a douchebag and all this stuff, whatever they decide to do, we will not be part of that equation at all. It's just like, Mark, shut up. You know, you're not at the table. You're not even in the room. Look on the bright side. You're not on the menu either. But yeah, we kind of are. So it aggravates me that every time you talk to a politician, they're like, oh, we're going to fix it. But they're not. They're just, you know, they're, they're just blowing smoke and sunshine and hopium up your butt. So... You and I and anyone within the sound of my uh, podcast need to start thinking, like, do you reload ammo? You know, what are some, you know, good calibers? Like, I found a tool that I can reload 22 shells. That's a hell of a barter item, you know. That that become like dimes, maybe, in a barter economy or fucking dollars. I don't know. So if you if you if you're really good at reloading, look into that. Uh, I think it's 22 or 22 long rifle, but it's just LA, LR, 22LR Reloader.com, I think. So 22LR Reloader.com. That's where I bought mine. And it's a simple little process. You know, it sucked for me because I'm not a reloading guy, but I bet somebody that does that and just, you know, is more crippled up and can't get around as much, you know, could just sit there watching. Uh, you know, reruns because the world has ended and reloading 22s. Fucking great. What's he going to need to do that? Well, lead. So, you know, do you save your batteries? You know, call your neighbor that reloads and go, hey, um, I got all this lead. I'm going to tear these batteries apart and get you the lead and rinse them off real good. And fuck, if you want, I'll even melt it down for you and get you ingots. You know, and, and I'm going to I'm going to need, uh, you know, shotgun shells or 22 shells or 
308 shells, whatever you got, you strike a deal and you got a little enterprise going there. Fuck, how hard is it? You know, he's going to need brass. So, you know, you, you get a bunch of kids, you know, that are running around hunting. Go, oh, you need some more ammo? Yeah, go pick up all that 22 shit that we used to shoot out in the, you know, gun range and, and bring brass to me. And I'll get you what you need for your hunting because you're the little neighborhood hunters, you know. You go out there with your 22s plinking around and kill rabbits and squirrels and shit like that. You know, you don't have, now you don't have to worry about ammo. Just get it, you know, get me some brass, get them some this. So now the old man that's a reloading guy is now busy all the time. He might have somebody now that he can barter with that'll send over one of their daughters to cook for him and kind of clean up because he's, you know, indigent. He's not useless. He's just really old and can't get around. Help him out. You know, one of the older ladies in the community can come and, you know, take care of him or whatever people need just because he can't get around because he's got diabetes real bad or something doesn't mean that he can't or she, don't get me wrong here, can't reload or do other things, you know, can and sell that. You know, do you have canning jars, scavengers, you know, so I'm thinking that be good for me because I know a lot of people that are like, hey, do you want a bunch of fucking arugula or whatever? You know, no, you know, or squash, no, you know. But, you know, my wife, my first wife used to make this squash meal with zucchini. It had a lot of cheese and cottage cheese in it and it was almost like lasagna, but it just fucking wasn't. But still, you know, you make that up in a meal you know, make it to where you pour in some hot water and reconstitute it. One guy was saying if you re reconstitute, it's not like you're hydrating it, but you're con- reconstituting it with meat. If you use steam, it works a lot better than just setting it in water, which is kind of gross. So that's what I'm thinking, you know, and, I, and I'm sure a, a lot of you out there that are thinkers and you're like, geez, if you're really energetic and you got, you know, like mechanical skills, you can make a, a freeze dryer. And, and so it's a little not as automatic push a button. You know, you got to watch it a little more. And I think you could use a refrigerator compressor as a vacuum pump because they'll, they'll, they'll do a lot. And then now you have your your thing. Uh, or you use the refrigerator thing to, you know, for your freezer. I, you know, I, I seen people make them require dry ice and stuff. But, you know, these harvest right, you know, they're using electricity. So and they get it down to f- minus 40. So obviously there's the pump and the, and the refrigerator unit and, and everything's all self-contained. So. Somebody way smarter than me could do it. I was talking to another kid about making, uh, um, what the fuck was it, um, vacuum tubes for electronics like amps and radios and and stuff because they're just way better quality than this transistor shit. And and they're EMP proof. So somebody right now started making really nice, you know, phonographs or radios like the old Zenus to where they had like a really big band that would pick up 
fucking Germany almost from America. You know, you start building vacuum tubes for those and fixing them up. And when the EMP hits, you know, or whatever, vacuum tubes aren't going to care. You're still listening to something clear across the world, picking up news and stuff. You got a vacuum tube like an old military uh, transmitter. You can transmit three, four, five miles, maybe even more, you know, because just like those old radios, you know, the military used. And so now you have like a little comm system for your neighborhood. You know, would the FCC get mad if you're broadcasting more than three miles? Well, fuck them. You know, they're all gone. They're all hiding in their bunker. So for cottage industries, you know, there's welding and metalwork or blacksmithing and um, construction, you know, regardless if the economy collapses. If your friend Bob's got a sawmill and and somebody else needs a, a roof back on their house or something, you know, scavengers that collect metal roofing and stuff like that, don't sell it for scrap metal. Fucking pile that shit up, because when things get bad, uh, you know, the wind's still going to blow people's roofs off. There's a, there's a company that sells these uh, highway signs now. They're, you know, really thick vinyl tarps that they digitally print and stick on there and tie down. And, you know, it's not like painted on anymore. And you can buy these huge, you know, tarps that are the size of a sign. I'm pointing up here like you can see that. Um along the road and if somebody bought those and shrunk wrap them or something or put them in a bigger bag and seal them up so, and put them where the sun don't get them then all of a sudden your 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 neighbor that's got you know a bunch of hay for the cows that you eat in the community and his pole barn gets all fucked up from a storm you go hey i got this shit here let's cover it up for now and, and then we'll get you some metal and then your hay don't go bad so your cow don't die. So I can fucking still eat next week. You know, it's self-centered, you know, but still, that's how free markets work. I need something. You got it. Let's strike a deal. Win-win. So there's that. You know, you could probably buy them up right now really cheap. And if you got some extra money, like if you got $100 a month and you buy one of them and then put it somewhere, put it under your fucking house or wherever, just so the sun don't mess it up. You know, you got you got that going for you. Um, metal roofing. You know, I was at at Lowe's today, and they had a bunch of the the white malamine on particle board, and they were selling at thirty, forty percent off. And I probably could have went in there and said, "Look, you know, call me when you'll take a hundred dollars for all fifteen sheets." Some were cracked, some were this, some were that. But you know, that could come in in a pinch in in the collapse. Now, you know. I don't want malamine, and I'm not going to be building shelves during the apocalypse. But they do get deals all the time. You know, somebody brings in a pallet of metal roofing and just jacks it all up. They sell it 50%, 60% off. And if you know somebody works there, if you're being nice and they like you, um, then what you do is uh, you go, hey, when they get some of these items like roofing, nails, screws, whatever, and they fuck it all up. Like today, they were giving away water because it, it fell off a truck. And, you know, they picked them all up because it was a bunch. And so it's like, well, if you want to sell these damaged things, just holler at me and, and uh, I'll take it. You know, not for 30% off. I'll take it on a, you know, 
10 cents on a dollar thing, but you get it out of inventory and they'll do it. They might wait a week or two just to try and find some suckers, but the reality is they'll, they'll take your money. So there's an, an industry like that with construction, maintenance, you know, uh, you know, solar panels right now are super cheap. So instead of buying silver and, and, and shitty food storage, if you got enough, because I don't eat that crap and I think it's shitty, but I would make it for people that think it's gold. So you get, a, you know, $100, $200 a month, you know, and, and buy solar panels. You know, they, don't, they don't go bad. They don't expire. You know, and just... Stack them somewhere in the shade, put a roof over it or whatever you need to do. Wrap them or get them factory wrapped however they come and just save them. You know, you pay $100, you know, for a 100-watt one or maybe even 150 for a 200-watt one. <laughs> when the world turns to shit, and if you can't run out and steal a bunch of them on the freeway right away, <laughs> then you have those, and now all of a sudden, that $150 panel to somebody else is worth, you know, an ounce of silver and silver maybe is going for $400 or something. So, you know, it's, it's investments into something besides stocks. I mean, what are stocks when the stock markets are locked down? They're worthless. They're paper. You know, I have a thousand shares of Bungie Corporation. As you can see behind me, I buy a lot of Bungie Corporation. Bungie Corporation's gone. So I have this really pretty certificate that says how many shares I own. And it's written really nice. And some smart motherfucker signed it. And and, and I, I think I ended up, you know, it was through a friend of mine. So he owed me a lot of money. And he's like, let's do this. Because he was trying to get something going with the Bungie Corporation. And we both got fucked out of, you know, five $6,000. But I keep the certificate just so I'll frame it. Because it looks like art. That stuff's not worth anything. Crypto's not worth anything. Right now, my uh, ounces of silver, they're still there. Whatever happens to the dollar and to the price of silver, I still have it. You know what that ounce of silver is worth? It's worth an ounce of fucking silver. You know, and 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 so people are like, oh, crypto, it's worth you know 100 ounces of gold. It's like, well, I have 100 ounces of gold when your crypto's worth nothing. I still have 100 ounces of gold. Well, I don't because I wish I fucking did. Like I said, I collect silver, lead, brass, gunpowder, fucking shit like that. So are there other things for your your future cottage industry when everything goes to shit and you can't even afford to drive to work that you you can buy, like solar panels, dehydrators, food, you know, closeouts. Um, you go to Ross and you buy jeans and shirts and shoes, you know, 10, 15 cents on a dollar and just put them in a box and save them. You know, not that you're ever going to wear that shit, but I'll tell you what, when your neighbor's wearing a, like the third holes and patches through his jeans and his work boots are all duct taped up and you happen to have a pair, you know, not that you got to sell it and make a profit, but you go, hey, I got, I got some fucking boots and some jeans that'll fit you. I mean, they're designer jeans, and they kind of look kind of gay, but they look better than your hairy legs hanging out of them. So there's that option. And uh, old books, you know, you can get old books for nothing. You know, encyclopedias. You know, everybody's like, what the fuck's that? I got Google. Yeah, well, when Google don't work, 
and you want to know the old school methods, like my brother bought that old school ways or something, a couple of those editions. I've got, you know, 10, 15 years of Mother Earth news on PDFs and stuff. So you, you, it's shit that to somebody is going to be worth, you know, worth a lot. Now, I'm not going to give them my PDF file. I might, well, if they have a way to read it and print it, I would. But for the most part, if I got solar running and I got, you know, like extra ink somewhere for my laser printer or toner or, or even color ink, I can, you know, and, and I got reams of paper. All of a sudden, I'm like a publisher now. You know, somebody's like, oh, there's an article, you know, like go through it and don't print the whole fucking stupid magazine. Just put some shit together like the old ways or whatever that book is, you know, print out those things. I got hundreds of military manuals on tactics and survival and seer training and all that stuff. Find what somebody wants. They go, oh, yeah, I I'd, I'd really wish I had that. It's like, oh, I'll print you one off for, you know, 22 bullet, you know, 10, 22 shells. Here, I'll print that whole thing for you. If you start thinking outside the box, you start realizing it's a big, giant world. And even though we don't manufacture shit anymore in America, hardly, except ticket items like carpet, laminate, flooring. Um, what else do we make in America? Somebody else just said, well, we make that. Like, oh, yeah. But, you know, nobody's going to be buying that shit. Cars and stuff for a while. So. What going back to my thing with water, what? Like when you when you think about your day, what are you going to need and what are you going to do? And if you can't produce that thing, will you have something that that person woke up the next morning and said, fuck, I really wish I had that old manual, uh, you know, on how to make a gasifier. It's like, I've got a friend that has that. He'll print you off a copy for what used to be $10, whatever that comes to today. And I really need this thing that you have. Can we work a deal? See? Now, it's not this charity pie-in-the-sky bullshit. It's real economy done by people that you know and care about. And they like you. And, and as long as you're not trying to fuck them, then they'll go, yeah, I'll, hell yeah. Uh, talk to your buddy. You know, if he can uh, get me a copy of that or print it out. Oh, yeah, he's, you know, uh, print papers. <clears throat> you got to tell your friends, don't open your, your big mouth and let everybody know what you got. Because then they might, you know, bad guys might come and kill you. But you get this cohesive thing going on. So that's what I'm thinking. You know, just uh, I, I got to bounce it off my wife, you know. But, you know, I'm going to see how this city fucking permit thing works out before I spend any money. Because they might just jerk me around and fuck me totally and cost me thousands. But if not... Then I, I think, you know, uh, that freeze dryer would be a damn good idea. My brother's got all the dehydrators. But see, freeze drying is like a hundred times better than that. So food for thought anyway. So I hope uh, this one is as popular as my I need my coffee one that I did. Um, and, and, you know, I, I kind of just had some time to, to talk. So I might refine it and get some better talking points, but probably not. Anyway, take care, you guys. Bye-bye. We made too many compromises already. Too many retreats. They invade our space, and we fall back. I'm your huckleberry. The line must be drawn here. This far, no farther. That's just my game.